This is Lisa Miller and Associates, Florida Insurance Roundup, your podcast on the people, issues, and regulations shaping Florida's insurance market. Now, here's Lisa Miller. Welcome, friends. We begin this podcast with some startling statistics. Florida represents 37% of the flood insurance market, which is monopolized by the federal government and growing more expensive every day. We have the largest number of participants in the National Flood Insurance Program, uh, which, as Floridians, we refer to by NFIP. Nearly 2 million of the 5 million NFIP policies in the United States are written here in Florida. Florida property owners pay four times more at NFIP premiums than they collect in claims payments. And you can bet that cost is passed along to renters as well. And those federal insurance rates are rising each year along with fees and surcharges. So what should we do? Today, we're talking with Maria Wells, president of the Florida Realtors, with over 165,000 members throughout Florida. She's been the driving force for nearly a decade behind efforts to encourage a robust private property insurance market to help us move away from the federal government program, which doesn't provide choices for consumers. Maria, thank you so much for joining us on Florida's Insurance Roundup. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. We are tickled that you're here today. And I wanted to start um, by you sharing with us what you have been doing for so long to help so many people in our state with getting access to flood insurance on a grander scale than just us relying on the federal government. Right. Well, one thing that um, I've been very fortunate is the National Association of Realtors three years ago put together an insurance committee. And with that insurance committee, I was the chair last year of that, and our main drive was flood insurance. So what we did is last year is we made sure that we have a good policy, which includes private market along with retaining NFIP in some form and making sure that we get lender approval and make sure there's grandfathering. Those are, those are for flood insurance, those are our major goals. And with that, last year I probably visited, I don't know, 50 different congressmen and some senators and also testified in Washington all about with the flood insurance getting ready knowing September 30th is looming for all of us. Do you see uh, progress being made? What are some of the milestones that will happen this year with the flood insurance market and maybe some of the things that um, others have done in the state of Florida, you know, with Senator Brandis and those type of initiatives? What are you seeing in terms of, of, of incremental progress? Well, Senator Brandis has been a champion for us, and with him putting the bill for Florida to be able to have a private market flourish, we are just years ahead of other states, and the other states know it as I work on a national level. You know, the National Association has like 1.2 million members, and many of those members are all affected by flood. And so Senator Brandis has been great to share that with other states, which is really um, critical for all of us to move it forward. And this year, 
I guess it was in uh, beginning of February, went on the Hill again in Washington and started talking because of the whole change of guard in Washington and, and what are we looking at with a renewal. And it was very interesting, the comments that that were made from both the, um, you know, it, it's very diverse. So the on the Democratic side, they want to have that debt forgiven. That's one of their... Um, things, which is $26 billion in debt. They also want the private market in mitigation. So there's some things that, you know, we all feel together with. And then that was on the House Democratic side. And then on the Democratic side of the Senate, you know, everybody wants it done sooner than later. The issue is, and they all seem private market, but the issue is timing and there needs to be some different groundwork laid. You know, we don't have good maps. The burden is put on a homeowner if they have to get an elevation certificate. You know, so how do we get good mapping and what's mitigation? Can we do mitigation prior to an event, an event instead of after? So that's that's on the Democratic side. On the Republic side, Republican side, they, they were the same thing, wanting it done more quickly. You know, they're concerned with the calendar, but they were really looking at consumer cost, you know, would it be less for the private? I did explain that most private insurers want to have the, the more risky policies in the AEs or disease, not the cherry picking of X's. And they want mapping fairness, you know, program integrity, and with the mitigation and to make sure that we don't get into to other bad situations. So there are some commonalities between both parties. How we get there, I'm not sure we're going to get there by September. So it may mean an extension. You know, last time I think we had 17 extensions before we got a five-year one. So I just think that as people are looking at it, it's a bigger animal than most had anticipated. Well, you have been the bridge. When you say we may not get there, I know the realtors are the driving force more than any other stakeholder group in Washington and in the various states. And when you mentioned that the maps are challenging and outdated, where do you see the tools like flood insurance models or other ideas uh, emerging to try to help uh, residents, commercial and residential homeowners, property owners, to understand their flood risk. I mean, I often hear you say, and I'll let you say it, that living in Florida is all a flood risk. Is that right? I always say if you're living in Florida, you're probably in a flood zone. And, you know, the one thing that people fail to remember is X is a flood zone. So X requires flood insurance not required by their mortgage, but if you have a flood, you know, for instance, what happened in Louisiana, 50% of those homes were in an X zone, 80% of them were either under or non-insured, which means they get like $2,500 to repair a home. You can't even buy a refrigerator for $2,500 and you've got a foot and a half of water in your house. So to me, uh, the X is a big cry out for people to be able to uh, protect themselves. But you know, you mentioned mapping and that is probably the biggest sore because there's LIDAR, that you know would be a, probably a pretty easy, accurate way to be able to map at least the uh, 
top six states that are so affected by floods. So there's that, there's that conversation. The other thing with regards to private market is that what we're really looking at is if, and I talked to our FEMA advocate, that if a, if a citizen wants to go and get private insurance today, going, you know what, I'd like to get it priced out, my NFIP policy goes through November, but I just want to see if I can get it, calls, gets a better rate, you cannot just cancel your, you can cancel your NFIP, but you will get no rebate from it. So when we talked to the FEMA advocate, he said they are actually working on that. We told him that is a, also a priority for us. You know, trying to work through that with consumers because if we get private market, let's make it where the consumers can switch if they need to, get a better price, taking the liability away from NFIP, helping the community. But we've got to give the we've got to give the homeowners some tools to work with. Maria, you are a one woman evangelist with many many followers trying to help you push in this direction. And if you were going to leave the listeners with a couple of thoughts that they can do as residents of Florida or anybody around the world that's listening to this, what would your advice be to people that want to try to do something to make the flood insurance program work for them? So if you live in an X zone, I really encourage you to get insurance find out where your flood zone is. You know, you can get that information easily from your local realtor because flood maps are a little difficult to, to get. You know, look if there's anything you can do to mitigate your home. There's all sorts of things from smart sense to whatever to try and alleviate some of the cost. And also, as we move forward, not all states, but, you know, Florida with private insurance you know, to be able to price it out. And I think if I were to leave them with one thing is please make sure you either email or call your senator or your congressman and make sure they know how important flooded insurance is to you and your community. Wonderful, Maria. Thank you so much for being a champion of this great cause that affects home ownership, property ownership, returning to a quality life after a disaster. This is a priority for so many people, and we want to make it a priority for Congress. You're listening today to Maria Wells, president of the Florida Realtors, the largest advocacy group in the state of Florida and probably throughout the nation. They are the strongest voice in reforming the National Flood Insurance Program because it means so much to so many. And today's Florida Insurance Roundup guest. Thank you again. This is Lisa Miller with Lisa Miller & Associates for listening. And we will continue this conversation as we move towards September 2017 and congressional reauthorization, perhaps, of the NFIP program. Thank you again, Maria. Thank you, Lisa. That's the Florida Insurance Roundup. I'm Lisa Miller. Until next time, be safe. This has been Lisa Miller and Associates' Florida Insurance Roundup, your podcast on the people, issues, and regulations shaping Florida's insurance market. For more information on today's program, please visit us on the web at www.lisamillerassociates.com.